In 2010, Marion Carroll and her husband Perry traveled to the Isle of Iona in the Inner Herbides off the coast of Scotland. They were part of a group of pilgrims seeking spiritual insights during a 10-day pilgrimage with Dr. Jerry Wright. On the day before their upcoming day of silence, Perry and Marion were walking single file down a narrow path when Perry suddenly slipped off the verdant marsh side above a bog. As he stumbled, Marion grabbed his jacket and tried to hold on, and he literally slipped through her fingers into the green wetness of the bog. Marion recounts, the horror of the moment dissipated when she acknowledged her helplessness in prayer and waited for the men above to rescue him. It'll be okay, honey, Perry tried to reassure her he wasn't in any pain. He lay on his side in an upside down position. The bright green vegetation encircled his body. It was almost as if he were lying in the middle of a soft nest. Marion cradled his head and an image came to her mind of Perry lying in the lap of God. The next day she wrote, that image of the comfort of God will remain with me until I die. Thank you for sharing that beautiful story with us, Marion. This is a favorite memory of hers and one she closely ties with a favorite chapter of scripture, Psalm 121. I lift my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. This is the next scripture in our series, Scripture That Sustains Us. This chapter has been sustaining believers for thousands of generations. It is labeled a song of ascent. This chapter, along with a few others, are believed to have been pilgrimage texts, a hymn or response of liturgy for the people of Israel as so they were traveling to and from Jerusalem for holy festivals. It was experienced by the people of Israel as communal, but also personal with the pronouns referring to the community of faith as a whole, as well as to a personal and an intimate you. This is a psalm that's realistically addressing the mindset of a pilgrim and his or her perceptions of the dangers that are to come. An anxious heart is crying out at the beginning, looking toward the unknown path ahead, 
I lift my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come? The hills, holding both fear and also hope for a traveler. Fear of bandits, animals, and other enemies. Rough terrain, the potential for abandonment, and shrines to false gods. But hills that also held hope. Hope of God's ultimate provision. Hope of journeying through places of deep inspiration. Hope of experiencing Yahweh's presence. The hills the pilgrims faced were sure to hold danger, and yet also salvation. Now, we may not all get the chance to take a physical, spiritual pilgrimage like Marion and Perry Carroll. Every day of our lives, though, is a spiritual pilgrimage. It's a journey full of unknowns, full of danger, and also hopes. And this chapter of scripture is able to bring comfort and reassurance to our anxious hearts by teaching us about the character of God. The first painting of God's character comes in verse two, the maker of heaven and earth. The original designer of those hills that you're lifting your eyes to the creator of everything you can see and things you can only begin to fathom. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth before anything or anyone, beyond anything or anyone, the maker of heaven and earth. Where does your help come from? This God, the God who made everything you could encounter on the journey, the hills, the path you're walking, the sun, the moon, all of it is God's handiwork. So who better to look to for help than the one who created it in the first place? Macarena Whitaker, in her book, Seven Sacred Pauses, writes, I have seen too many stars to let the darkness overwhelm me. It's a simple and yet profound sentence. When the darkness tries to take away our security, she reminds us to never forget that our help comes from the God who took the time to create stars. Stars that break up the darkness of night to bring us light. I have seen too many stars to let the darkness overwhelm me. In our gospel reading, we heard from the gospel of John that all things came into being through him. And without him, not one thing came into being. And what came into being in him was life. And the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not overcome it. So where does our help come from? The maker of the stars, the light that shines in the darkness that darkness can never overcome. This chapter of scripture is also a favorite of another one of our church members, Elizabeth Simmons. She wrote this about this chapter, and I quote, 
I think these verses may mean so much to me because I grew up in the shadow of the Blue Ridge Mountains and I could see them against the skyline every day. In the 17 years of living away from this area, the lifting of my eyes was not actual. But I read these verses with the greatest of joy and thanksgiving for my mountaintop moments and experiences." End quote. Mountaintop moments and experiences, moments of pure joy and thankfulness, feeling awe for this life and the one who made it, being overcome by the natural beauty of this world, and from that, learning more about the Creator. But Psalm 121 goes on. It doesn't just paint God as a distant, grand overseer, but our present help. This mighty Creator is also a God who is close at hand, who cares about the everyday concerns of his people. Elizabeth Simmons in her reflections continued, and again I quote, the truth of the scripture was priceless. The Lord used five times and watches over five times, saw me through days of feeling unworthy, distant from God, uncertain, and in fear of what I might be doing and mishandling my parental responsibilities. My prayer many nights was, Lord, what have I done to these children today to scar them for life? All of this and more from someone who lived a Christian life since the age of seven. Honest and powerful words. Thank you for sharing them with us, Elizabeth. The Lord watches over you. Also translated, the Lord keeps you. The Hebrew word here is shamar, and it has a depth of meaning that's not fully captured by an English translation. To watch over, guard, have charge of, preserve, wait for, and even to keep within bounds. It's used six times throughout these eight short verses. And as Elizabeth so rightly stated, the repetition of this word is critical. It's constantly reminding and reassuring us. For Elizabeth, it was reassuring her she wasn't unworthy, distant from God, or failing her children with her parenting, even though some days it may have felt that way. The Lord was continuing to watch over her every day of her journey. For Marion, this psalm lifted her heart and soul numerous times, knowing that the creator God was with her in scary times as well as happy times, brought her through separation from family, physical pain, the illness of her beloved husband, and the despair of grief. Walter Bergman said, Psalms offer speech when life has gone beyond our frail efforts to control. 
Psalm 121 offers us words to speak, to pray, to sing when we need it most. We're comforted by God's intimate and personal role in our lives. The Lord as keeper of Israel, keeper of the faith community as a whole, keeper of you. Like many Psalms, God can be seen in this chapter as a shepherd caring for his sheep. Another common description of God from Psalm 121 is God as our guardian watching over us. But after studying the word shamar and reflecting on Elizabeth's words, I began to read Psalm 121 with a new light. I began to see a new picture of God painted in these verses. I was overcome by the description of God as a perfect parent, a mother who guides the steps of her young, who sacrifices sleep for her beloved child, who secures shade and protection from the sun, the moon, or any evil. A mother who is the keeper of life, even amongst constant coming and going that it brings. A mother who watches over, guards, has charge of, preserves, waits for, and even keeps within bounds. We learn from Psalm 121 that our help comes from a God who is all-powerful, who created heaven and earth, but also a God who is as intimately involved in our journeys as a loving parent, earnestly watching every step we take. Or as David Barker puts it, God is neither too great to care, nor are God's people too insignificant to be noticed. This quiet psalm reflects on God who quells the anxiety of the pilgrim's heart, who watches over him or her with a shepherd's gentleness and a guardian's vigilance, and who gives thoughtful benediction to one's daily routines. This psalm calls us to the task of daily life with quiet assurance. That no matter what difficulties may come or what dangers lurk in our path, we can pursue our course steadfast. For we know that our God, our creator, will keep us on our way. Remembering we may not always be kept in the way we want. We are sure to still face sorrow and suffering in our journey. But when we do, we just need to lift our eyes to the hill from whence cometh our help, our creator, our keeper. Amen.